Hi, this is Becca. And I'm Sherry. Welcome to the Truth to Freedom podcast, where we're going to cover the topic of parental rights, human rights, and religious freedom. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to Truth for Freedom. And I'm Becca. Sherry's with me. And we wanted to take an opportunity to bring you a very special guest. Most listeners probably at this point have uh, known of some situations and and people that have not had the best experience, especially in the last couple of years with COVID protocols. So we had a brave lady who wanted to share her story and we wanted to give her the ability to share that, to get the word out that, Hey, we are here. There are people that have been affected by this. And, you know, with legislation that's being pushed through, um, we want to bring this to light so that the legislators are very aware of what's going on with the people that they are trying to serve. So we want to welcome today to the podcast, Shar McCollum. Shar, do you have anything you would like to share right off the bat? Well, I, you know, I was involved with, uh, I'm a realtor. So I was involved with a lot of people throughout the COVID. I was one of the exempt industries that we could still go out, but we had to follow the protocol. I was very diligent into watching and listening to what um, information was out there, not just what was on the main street media, but also what doctors and other people across the country were saying, some people with more experience than I do. So I followed the protocol of building my immune system. When I built my immune system, that meant I was taking the uh, tonic water with quinine in it, the zinc, the vitamin C, religiously every day but what happened was um it was may of last year my mother's birthday may 1st she was 86 and i said i'll hold, throw an open house for you with all her friends for to celebrate her birthday well i celebrated her birthday and all the, out of the people that came from her church uh, 25 of them or so were just so proud of the fact they had just gotten the vaccine so most of those were within uh, two weeks of having a vaccine. I didn't know it. We all got hit with the spike protein. My husband's the only one that didn't. My mom even did it. She also got it. She did not survive. I started feeling sick, and I knew I got bronchitis a lot, so I just treated it at home, but it kept getting worse and worse. I needed just a breathing treatment. That's all I needed. So I don't even remember driving myself to the hospital or somebody taking me to the a hospital. When I got to the hospital, I said they wouldn't do anything unless they tested me for COVID. Then uh, I, my husband was out of town. He worked, he was a pilot for uh, EMT for up in Utah. So he was gone. So my son went in there. We all said, we want ivermectin. We want a hydrochloroquine or or um, hydro, um, or hydroxychloroquine. Hydroxychloroquine. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry, I got a little COVID brain. You know, seventy days in a coma kind of makes you a little foggy. So, um, anyways, we said no, no, no. But I don't remember anything until I woke up, and they shipped me out of the um, Latham Medical Center to another hospital. But um, the thing is, I must have taken a picture. I don't know if it was me or whatever, but I just found last week in my photos, 
a picture of my oxygen machine, which was at 90. That was May, I think it was May 14th. I have a picture of the room number that um, I was in in the hospital for something. Picture of the nurse. And then that was just before they, in my oxygen thing, said I was at 90. The next thing I know, I'm, I'm in a coma. They said I was failing, that I had nobody. You know, my, my husband finally arrived. They, he said no, but they said there's no other choice. I had all the morbidities. I go, well, all the morbidities. Okay. I still didn't, I would never have taken it if I was coherent. Mm-hmm. But when I woke up, that's when, you know, I found out I couldn't walk. Um, I couldn't move. I was in an accident from Olathe Medical Center to the Kindred Hospital. And I ended up having paralyzed vocal cords. Um, but I'm alive. You know, everybody kept saying I was a miracle. I am a miracle because God had other purposes beyond what the hospital dictated. But I cannot believe that the hospital would not follow the science. They believed a scientist that was not proven because remesivir in their trial run only had a 52% survival rate. They pulled it from trial, but yet every hospital was given the authority that was the only, the only option to treat. It wasn't. We've had connections with many doctors that have been trying to use these other medicines that are available because they were seeing things like that. And that's so mind boggling. You know, doctors had testified before the hearing that this is what we used to do when, you know, what doctors used to do when there were novel viruses or circumstances, they would try things, their hands would not be tied and limited to only one or two things. So the question is, why is this different? Yeah. Well, because there's a different mandate. I mean, it's all about making money. And that's why when I heard about this thing, they wanted to be eliminated from any liability. I'm going, wait a minute. You want the money, but you want no liability. We're suffering the consequences, but you want no liability. They so had our hand. Our you were specifically asking for ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, right? Absolutely. And Absolutely. what were they? Ta- what were they telling you? What were they it's, saying? All right, this is not our program. We're only allowed to give you this. That's not in our program. We cannot give it to you. They told my husband that and everything. Finally, I got one of my friends. She's a holistic uh, practitioner out of Utah. She said, please try this on Char. They are ion disc, photo ion disc. My husband had to go before the Olathe Medical Board to get that approved. To get that approved, he had to sign a waiver that they're not responsible for that and that none of their staff could touch any of these photo icon ions. And those discs are basically acupuncture using photo ion sensors. I woke up and was able to remove the... Um, incubation or whatever it was that they did um, within two weeks. 
So what did they say, Shar, after that happened? Were they shocked well, or what, what was their response when that happened? I have no idea because I remember, I'm not remembering things, but right. I will tell you, when my mother was in intensive care in August, she relapsed. She had a stroke, which, we, you know, um, it could have been through the whole process. But one of the night nurses was my nurse. And when I got on there, because I couldn't talk very loud, so we had to do FaceTime. When I got on there, she could not believe it was me. She couldn't believe I was coherent. She couldn't believe any of that. Then I had, uh, when I got out of my rehab and got home, I had to have a pulmonology appointment with the same pulmonology from Olathe Man. He said the day before I came in, he couldn't believe that my file was on his desk. He was shocked. So when I went in and met with him, I kept asking him all these questions because I've been researching. And he goes, you know, frankly, I don't know. This COVID has changed everything. I don't know how to treat you. So I'm on my own. I'm doing everything I think I can do without using medical science. I don't want to go. Well, I guess I am using medical science, but not the traditional medical hospitals. I don't trust them now anymore. They didn't listen to me the first time. And look what I'm left with. I've got a job that I can't do because nobody wants to have somebody walking around their house selling it with an oxygen machine on them. So what, what are your uh, kind of continuing health issues that you deal with? Well, I'm still not perfect in walking, but the biggest thing is my lungs, my breathing. I am... Um, I, I, I keep testing myself beyond, but I, I think, I believe I'm getting better, but it's the oxygens, they're so, it's the lungs are so scarred from all the torture. Um, let's see, I can, I can walk now, but do you know, I'm, I do it without my cane and my walker, but I have to have them nearby. So, and I can't walk far enough to really build those much, so. I'm using light therapy, which those, I went and got a research, a hoogla, a light therapy where I sit in front of that, 15 minutes in front, 15 minutes in the back for my lungs. I believe I'm getting better. Hmm. It's a process. So how long has it been now since you have been out of the hospital? Uh, I got out of the hospital the first part of October. So I've been home since then. That that's uh, it's changed our whole life, but I I'm not going to let it change my life to the to the negative. It's going to be a positive. We've got to move forward, and we've got to help other people. They shouldn't have to go through this. Yeah, it needs to stop. <laughs> no, it needs to stop. Needs they to want stop. our money. We are very thankful, <clears throat> Shar, that you shared your story. Um, and it's not easy to share your story because it goes out to so many different people. Um, but again, it's good that this can go out to so many different people. I texted Ron Reichman. He hadn't, didn't respond. I also texted uh, Rob Olson. He, re- he called me right away. Well, I thank you so much, Sherry. Do you have any other questions? 
I can't think of any, Shar. I just appreciate your willingness to come and share and your just your gracious spirit of using this time in your life not to get you down, but to push forward and and just, you know, continue to search for for God's purpose and plan for you. And I we just pray for you as you continue to heal that um you would just continue to be encouraged and and blessed and that your your story will make a difference in other people's lives as well. Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be used as medical advice, but rather a launching point of information to help you be informed and make informed decisions. Every person is different and has unique needs and should consult with their healthcare provider for medical advice. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and the guests and do not necessarily reflect the position of Kansans for Health Freedom.